Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Twelve thirty-five at Edmonton. We're just before we bring in John Shannon, NHL insider. Uh, this we talked a bit about having Frank an open conversation. Either the Fizzler has sent one in on our Heartland Ford uh, text line. Bob, I like the fact that you read a variety of opinions, both positive and negative. I think it's important to acknowledge different perspectives. It's one of the things I like most of uh, about Oilers now. That comes to us from the Fizzler. Well, thank you, Fizzler. We got a just we have a Chisler, and we have a Fizzler. Fizzler, I appreciate your uh, text, but I completely disagree with it. Just kidding, uh, Bob. What were your thoughts on Ryan McLeod and his possible ETA in the NHL? Didn't realize he was six three. Looks like our future third line center from David. He's got to get in the guts of the game. That's the key for him. You know, when he makes that pass and sets a guy up, he's got to drive to the net instead of circling. But there's a lot there because he, he's he got NHL skating ability. No question. He can fly. All right. NHL insider John Shannon. As we launch our uh, season with our host of insiders, and we got virtually all of them back. John, how you doing? Good, Bob. How are you? Good. Let's, uh, let's get right to the cut right to the chase here. Uh, CBA discussions between the National Hockey League and the NHLPA. You have been probably the strongest voice out there saying there will not be a lockout. We're about a... Well, it just doesn't make any sense, Bob. It it, it truly doesn't make any sense at this point. It doesn't make sense for the players, particularly uh, between... uh, with with the two two sides even meeting today in New York City. Uh, And with uh, the, the 15th of September looming for the Players Association to opt out of the current agreement, which means it would expire after next season, um, because the business is in good shape and because the league is looking at the future, and so are the players, and saying, hold on, we've got a new team coming, so that means hockey-related revenue is going to grow. Uh, we have a new television media deal in the United States that will be, uh, in, in earnest, could be four or five times larger than the existing deal. NBC pays lock, stock, and barrel right now $200 million. And there are people actually thinking that it could be close between 800 and a billion. Okay, okay. So just just 
Okay, so two hundred million a year is what NBC is paying for right now for national. Yeah, yeah. And so it could be eight hundred to a million. So four to five times. Eight hundred. Oh, eight hundred to a billion. Eight hundred yeah. to a billion. And the current Sportsnet deal, uh, and they've had to make some tough decisions, John, as you've lived. Uh, Twelve years, it was five point two billion. Canadian, yes. Canadian. So, yeah, so uh, it, so there is a little bit of a gap, and and uh, and the, the Canadian deal at this point, uh, there is an upward swing even this year of twenty five million dollars uh, okay. that Rogers has to pay. So you're saying because of TV and because of incoming money from Seattle expansion, right? Now... And gamble, and don't forget, uh, don't forget our our lovely world of gambling that uh, hasn't received much attention in the last six months since all the announcements, but. The gambling world and the prop bets that will occur in the next two to three years uh, will allow uh, this to uh, will allow the revenues to grow all the way across. Okay, I I don't fully un- so the league has do they get a take of gambling uh, money? Oh, the league controls a lot of the revenue. Yeah, absolutely, hmm. absolutely. Who, who's so who's their primary? Who do they end up doing the deal with? Well, they did a multiple deal, or you know, there's uh, I think William Hill's there. I think that uh, Caesars is there. I think MGM is there. I think it, it, there's nobody that's exclusive. Wow. So what they've done is they've they've broadened the base a lot. So. Hmm. John Shannon, NHL insider, joining us on Oilers now. So, John, the, the reoccurring theme, and you can maybe explain to the listeners how this works. Uh, the one negative with the current deal that we hear from the player's perspective, escrow. So can you explain exactly what that is and why that would be a concern for the players moving forward? Well, and even that's going to change, I think, Bob, and I think that that's some of the discussions this year that are occurring even as we speak uh, to improve the escrow situation. When you get into, I mean, in, in layman's terms, and I am far from an expert in this, but when you get into this world, when you do basically a revenue sharing system, there needs to be uh, a holdback in order to make sure that it gets to 50-50. And so the escrow, which has been at you know upwards of 13% uh, this last year, which means 13% of the players' salaries get held back uh, until all the books are done, and then if there are monies to be redistributed to get to 50%, then, uh, then that happens. If if the uh, revenues are such that uh, that the players' salaries are more than fifty percent, then then the players don't get some of that money back. Okay, and so the players didn't like it. And it, has it not been higher than thirteen percent, John? In some years, it has been at times. Yeah, okay. uh, over or since the beginning of this deal, it has been higher than that. But right now, it's about thirteen percent. But you know, there are discussions going on, as as I, I understand that that number could could drop precipitously uh, in order to uh, to keep the, the players engaged and, and keep labor peace at some level. Listen, right. Let's face it, Bob, the game is in pretty good shape. The game is going in the right direction. Uh, this is not the time uh, to be having too many public battles between the players and the owners. And I think that's one of the reasons why you hear very little out of these meetings. Okay. Uh, is it too simplified to say, look, Gary Bettman has, how long has he been commissioner for the league now? Since 94. So we're going up 25 years here. He's, you More. know, what's longer, that? Than that. longer than that. Longer than that. Yeah. He's had, what, three, two, three wars? Two that were lockouts? 
Um, oh gosh! So he, at least he's had three. At least uh, by, the way, by the way, we call uh, you know, we call them work, work stoppages. stoppages. Yes, <laughs> except in his case. So here's where I'm going. Because people would say to me, "Well, Bob, Gary is like a king that has ruled over a kingdom and won a bunch of wars and doesn't feel the necessity to fight anymore because things are pretty good." So. Because ultimately, does the league kind of not have the hammer in these negotiations? or John, or is that way too simple of an approach? Oh, I think that's too simple of an approach. Okay. When you look at the elite players um, uh, in the National Hockey League, uh, you know, one would say that uh, those players have, uh, have so much leverage. Uh, the interesting thing about hockey players, though, Bob, and we've seen this through time, is that very few of the superstars of the game have ever weighed in to these labor issues publicly. Yeah. Privately, they probably have. Right. But publicly, we have not seen Wayne get involved in his time, Mario get involved in his time as a player. Uh, you know, we, we Sid, Connor. Uh, it's, uh, they talk about things like the Olympics, but they don't talk about things like money and collective bargaining very often uh, in a public manner. So, all right, so here's the deal. So the league has already said we're prepared to continue moving forward in the existing deal. That's basically correct. Yeah. So now they've already said that because they they exercise their option not to opt out. Not to opt out. So now if the players exercise their option not to opt out, that means we have labor peace at least till 2022. That's correct. Okay. And the the way the discussions are going now, I think that people have to have their fingers and toes crossed, Bob, uh, that would suggest uh, that uh, a ton, a ton of promises that have been made between the sides might get us a collective bargaining agreement long before the expiration of this one. Okay. Uh, So escrow is one thing. You mentioned the Olympics. Would they find a way to make uh, World Cup slash Olympics moving forward through to 2022 as a result? I think so. Uh, uh, you know, the, the, the issue has always been the NHL and even the players receive no financial bonus for going to the Olympics. Nothing. Zero. Zop. Zip. Um, you know, it ends up being a, a nice holiday for lots of players. And, you know, for the 160 players that will play in the Olympics, it ends up being, you know, a, a, you know the time of their life. Um, but, you know, there's no the, the risk of injury and their lack of revenue for uh, the teams in the league, I think, uh, have a great deal of effect. Because in the end, has it if not going to the Olympics in South Korea, did it really affect any of the revenues uh, of the league? Did it affect viewing habits uh, in the league? And it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, so I think that there's a lot of people that will look at that and, and say, oh, maybe we don't need that. The World Cup's a different story because the revenue – between the between the players and the and the league, they get to split it. You know? that with uh, they made twenty million dollars each at the last one for uh, a for a foray that uh, was. Uh, I mean, I think as an initial foray, I think everybody had to be pretty happy with. Yeah, no, I would tend to agree. I think it went pretty well. John Shannon, NHL insider, joining us on Oilers now. So, John, if you were at William Hill and placing a bet. Uh, and you had a hundred bucks, and it was a yes or no proposition. Uh, would you envision that the PA uh, would agree to opt out as well? Which an opting out means that we'd have labor peace to 2022. Yes or no? Well, we'll know by this week, this time next week. By the way, okay. Um, uh, so that when we're on, I'm going to collect my hundred dollars. 
I'm not. Uh, well, I'm not. I'm not betting you. <laughs> but, but why? Come on! Just because you pick Alabama all the time and lose uh, is not my. They've problem. lost like eight games in the last six years. Well, John. It seems every time we bet, I win. Uh, you know? it, so it, oh, I forgot. That's right. They. Yeah, we're, yeah, we were talking yeah, covering. Yeah. We were talking covering, weren't we? <laughs> uh, but I, I, I get the sense, John, that we're we, we're we're not in as of today. We're not in bad shape for things moving forward for, for at least. Uh, uh, you know, labor peace through to 2022. Is that a fair? I, I think I, I think if the league turns to the players' association and in, and in broad strokes suggests that they're going to get a better deal, including lower or no escrow, then I think that we're probably looking pretty positive for this thing to go to 2022. No, yeah. are you saying no escrow? I think it's a possibility. I don't wow. think it's done, but I think it's wow. a possibility. Wow. Well, I mean, but, you you know, the, the revenues are set. Remember, here, here's the one thing that I think it drives the players nuts is that that, that, that franchise fee that Seattle paid, yeah. they got none. They got right. zero out of that. So that is, you know, so the, the owners start $600 million to good. Um, right away, which, you know, I mean. That's $20 they, million a team. Yeah, twenty million because Vegas does not share in that. So it's the it's the the the, the thirty teams prior to Vegas get the expansion fee. John Shannon is our Oilers Now headliner, brought to you by Touchback Safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. John, today, Zach Wierenski signed a three-year deal. He took a bridge deal with uh, Columbus Blue Jackets, $5 million yeah. per. Somewhere I'm thinking there's some agents that probably aren't too happy or with that. Or are we comparing apples and oranges when we're talking about Wierenski's situation with all the forwards that are out there? Mitch Marner, Matthew Kachuk, Miko Rantanen, Patrick Laine. Are they a different kettle of fish? I don't think they're a different kettle of fish as much people realize. You know, I mean, it's, it's interesting. Columbus, the last time Columbus had this type of thing, if you recall, was uh, the Ryan Johansson deal. Uh, and in the end, they constructed a deal comparable uh, to this one. It was three, three, and six, I believe, in Ryan Johansson's case. Um, you know, and, and this is the old-fashioned classic bridge deal we used to see a ton of, where where the player takes risk and the and the team takes risks. Uh, that uh, in, after year three, the t- the player is as good as he is, and that there's an opportunity to continue to grow and they that if uh, that if at a certain point the guy has improved at that level he's going to benefit so for for my money um this is a win-win now um does everybody look at that i i I think the guy that probably is the most the two guys that are the most shocked are the two defensemen you know mcavoy and provorov are probably the more shocked than anybody else now of those three players, McAvoy, Provorov, and Orensky, I think I'd take McAvoy before anybody else. Um, so he's more. But this classic bridge deal, to me, is something that might indicate between now and the start of the regular season that we're going to see a lot more of these young guys. Maybe this is the, that, uh, that break in the dam uh, that we, we expected to see with the Marner deal. And I wouldn't be surprised to see her take a three-year deal. And what would the number be on Marner on a three-year deal? Nine? Average of nine, probably with the last year, maybe 13 to 15. Wow. All right. John, when the Edmonton Oilers hired 
Peter Shirelli and Todd McClellan when that combination uh, that summer now of course the Oilers had won the lottery and got McDavid as well he's still at Taylor Hall here not sure everybody thought Leon Dreisaitl was going to turn out to be as good as he did uh, but there was an immense amount of excitement a lot of people thought the Oilers got it right at that stage when we're headed in the right direction and I preface this by saying that I am a believer in structure and process um, and that is part of the reason why and I also am a believer in grind and that is part of the reason why I'm a fan of Alabama, because they have that. And I'm going to bring you to Ken Holland and this regime, because people, the the orders have missed playoffs 12 out of 13 years, John. So the critics of the organization will say, what's going to be different under Ken Holland than was under Pete Chiarelli? So on that note, is there a difference from your perspective in management style and approach? And have we already started to see that come to fruition? I don't think we've seen it yet. Uh, I, I, you know, I think we've, we've probably had a, a few hints at it. Um, what I, I think we're going to see, and, I, and, and, and to be honest, Bob, I think you know, we all noticed that after Peter uh, was gone and Keith was in the interim role, I think we're going to see a presence. You know, I think it's important now that everybody understands that you know, Ken Holland is running half the operations. And we're going to hear from Ken Holland a heck of a lot more than we ever did from Peter Shirelli. Uh, and we're uh, and and even Keith tried to do a better job of that and deserves credit for for doing that as requested by ownership. But I think we're going to see Ken Holland, and we're going to we're going to see a ton more transparency with Ken Holland and how he does business. You know, this guy hasn't succeeded and lasted this long uh, without in a in a really good hockey market in Detroit. Uh, transparency so i think that's really important i think that that's that's you know the first week in november i think the first week in november bob i think we're going to really feel uh ken holland's um presence because we're going to see him a lot more one thing i will say john is for maybe the naysayers who thought that holland was long of uh tooth or you know um the milan lucic trade with james neal I think yep. converted some of the naysayers out there in this market. Well, uh, you know, I, I, I understand that. They remember the Oiler fans are much more familiar with Milan Lucic than they are James Neal. Yes. Just as Flames fans are more familiar with James Neal. You know, James Neal has a ton to prove in Edmonton. You know, can he regain that scoring touch? Uh, there were times I can tell you in Calgary they thought he was on the verge of regaining that scoring touch, and it just never happened. Right. Uh, um, you know that's what it, it, that's on James. That one, but that situation with those two players, Ken Holland had nothing to lose because I think we all knew what Milan Leach's for, uh, future was in Edmonton because I think we saw him play enough that we knew he he'd lost his legs and he lost his hands and, and hands to shoot the puck, maybe not to fight, but. Hands to shoot the puck. John, we appreciate you having uh, some time to join us here and all Monday, all season long on Oilers Now. Thanks again. Okay, Bob. Talk to you soon. You bet. That is John Shannon, NHL insider. The Oilers headliner brought to you by Touchback Safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. We'll tell you the guests on our show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Brendan, Maggie. And- With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, 
Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The staff at Roos Chris that Oilers Now sent you. It's 1253 at Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 1256 in Edmonton. Mitch has texted us on our Heartland Ford text line at 630-630. The difference between Shirelli and Holland is this, in my opinion. Holland will not rush anything. He's a builder. Pete tried rushing everything. But Peter did get tremendous value in the McDavid and Drysaddle contracts. You can text us at 630-630. Oilers fans, if you're looking for a great sports weekend trip, join Oilers now. New York, what, here's what happened. We sold out our initial 28 spots, and then we got 12 more. So we've still got a few seats left for our New York trip to see the Oilers play the Devils and the Rangers, plus an opportunity to see the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Jets. This New York package includes four nights at the Weston Hotel, lower bowl game tickets, plus a welcome reception with yours truly. There's just a few seats left for Oilers Now Hockey in the NFL Tour. Call New West Travel at 780-432-7446 or go online at newwesttravel.com. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back, you will do some calls, we'll get some texts going, all that kind of fun stuff coming up when we return on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.